God, I pray, God, that you will set us afire, God, with the power of the Holy Ghost, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. For it's not by might, it's nor by power, but by your spirit. Oh God, we cry unto you, our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy oh, kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our debts. And we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation. But deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Good morning. We will now have our scripture reading. Um, 2 Samuel 7 and 22. Wherefore thou art great, O Lord God, for there is none like thee, neither is there any God beside thee, according to all that we have heard with our ears. Amen. 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 International Fort Square Gospel Church. Amen. Where I am the pastor, the senior pastor here, and we welcome you to our service. Our services are on Sunday at 11 o'clock here on Zoom. Amen. And we will be in a building by God's grace real soon. Amen. On Monday through Fridays, we have noonday prayer from 11 30 to 12 o'clock Monday through Friday. On Wednesday mornings at 6 a.m., we have a Bible study that uh, for early birds, amen, to break bread together at 6 a.m. on our conference night. On Friday nights, we have Bible study at 7 o'clock. Uh, we are studying the book of Revelation with the Dallas Theological Seminary. So we invite you out. This, that one will be on Zoom, the same Zoom link that we're on now. Amen. We also want to uh, invite you. Uh, we have some events coming up on uh, in May the 30th to the 2nd of June. We'll be in Orlando, Florida, our national convention. Amen. We invite you to come and go with us. Amen. Come and go with us. Amen. If you're looking for family church, a home church, you're looking for a place to fellowship, to call home, to welcome you to Azusa International <coughs> Church. If you want any more, uh, any more answers about the church, you can contact me at any time. We thank you for your giving throughout uh, the month of January and February. Amen. I encourage you to sow. Amen. If you sow, you will also reap. Amen. Uh, 
we believe in giving, we believe in tithing, we believe in helping. Not only that, we are, we are international. We have churches in India, in Pakistan, and Nigeria, and Sierra Leone. And we are planting a church in the Bahamas at this time. Also, we are also in uh, Mexico and Cuba. We're, we're there. We're, we have a church there. We also, uh, if you want to get involved with ministry, get involved with missions, amen, with ministry to our veterans, mentoring, mentoring, also to our local uh, community, and we're also involved with as well. So we want to thank you for coming and being a part of our church. Amen. If you uh, have any questions, you can always feel free to call us, talk with us. Amen. We're here for you. We're here to serve you. We have several people who are out. Amen. On today, amen. But we are here. The Lord is here. Amen. And that's the main thing. We're not about building buildings, but we're building lives. We're building churches. People, we are the church. Amen. And we're so grateful for all of you that who are with us on this morning. Amen. And nothing else at this time. Welcome to all of you who are on Facebook, on YouTube, and on our conference line. You are welcome to worship with us. Amen. Amen. Pastor, how many more weeks do we have for our Bible study and grief share? Oh, thank you. Uh, our grief share is a 13-week course, but we skipped one because our facilitator Taylor is out of town. So we have at least, I believe, maybe seven or eight more there. And that's uh, our grief share. You want more information about it, please contact us. Amen. At 770, no, excuse me, 240-640-1079 for grief share. Amen. Also, if you know of anybody who in need of assistance, please contact us. 240-640-1079. Also, you know of any veterans who are in need. Amen. Please contact us. Also, we have the ministry of veterans. We have a ministry of grief share. We have a ministry of prayer ministry. And we are likely anyone who, if you are gifted in music, we ask you to come on in and help us to worship God. Amen. We pray for God to send us uh, additional help and musicians and uh, people who sing. You see, I cry. Amen. <laughs> God bless you. Amen. 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 Pastor, you've been doing a mighty fine job. Now, if everyone would prepare to unmute as I share our Azusa International Foursquare Gospel Church Statement of Faith, we will do this as a responsive reading. I will read the verses and we will alternate with the scripture, okay? So if you're not quite understanding what I'm saying, just stand by as we start out with our statement of faith. Would you all join me in, we believe. All right, come back to me, and we believe. 
We believe in 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17. The Bible is God-inspired. 2 Corinthians 13, 14. I need you to respond with that scripture, please. God is Romans 5 and 12, man was created in the image of God, but by voluntary disobedience, he fell from perfection. John 3, 16 and Romans 5 and 8. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us, finding the now all together again we believe Ephesians 2 and 8 we have righteousness and must come to God pleading the righteousness of Christ 1 John 1 and 9 upon sincere repentance and of Christ we are before God. Amen. 2 Corinthians 5, 17, Galatians 2, 20, the change which takes place in the heart and life at conversion is a very real one. Hebrews 6, 1. It is the will of God that we in the faith. Now all together, we believe. First Corinthians eleven twenty four and twenty five. Baptism by immersion is an outward sign of an inward work. Matthew twenty eight nineteen. In the commemoration of the Lord's Supper, by some you say the bread and the juice of the word. Amen. Acts 2 and 4. Baptism with the Holy Spirit is to endure the believer with power and that his incoming is after the same manner as in Bible days. Ephesians 4, 30 through 32. All together now. It, it is, is the, the will of God. God. That, that we walk, walk in the, the spirit, spirit daily. daily. Amen, 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 amen. Thank you for joining me for that responsive reading. Amen. All right, Pastor, give us your gifts. <laughs> hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Glory to God. We praise God. Hallelujah. We bless God today. Praise the Lord, everybody.
Everything's gonna be alright. Jesus told me everything's gonna be alright. Be alright. Be alright. Be alright.
character is nobody there. He is there. Amen. You have to understand that he promised never to leave you, nobody to save you. He's there to comfort you. Late in the midnight hour, he's there. Only believe all things are possible to them that believe. Amen. Amen. We are moving forward. Anyone, before we move forward, anyone have a testimony? Right quick. Anyone have a testimony? Pastor, if nobody else is going to say anything, you know, you already said we're not going to let the rocks cry out for us, right? So I'm just blessed to be in this space another day today. And you know what? For our Bible study, I am blessed that they are, he's taking us deeper because nobody likes the book of Revelations, right? But he is give, unfolding that in our Bible study and allowing us to get a better understanding of what that word means when it starts talking about all those spirits and all that stuff. He's unrolling that for us. So I thank him for my mind and my peace that we can learn together because that's what a church is supposed to do for us, family. It's supposed to teach us. And so we won't be afraid. We will not be fearful of what we're standing for and what is to come. So if nobody else has a testimony, I just want to say, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for all you've done, all you're doing, and all that you are about to do for all of us. Amen. Amen. I'm going to close out with this song. Right, Hillary, you got a testimony? I have to just to jump on what she just said because mm -hmm. a couple of years back I was in a bad accident. Uh, I was in an accident that crushed my arms, broke my hip, tore my face open, and uh, God brought me back. And every day, every day that I walk this earth, I thank him because I was on the precipice of death. I, I, there was nobody thought I was going to make it. And every day, I thank you. And I, um, right. I look to, um, to have him say the same, same that he said for me to my loved ones. So that they could feel the same way I feel. That's it. Amen. Amen. Brother Hillary is, is new. Amen. But not new to God. I, I don't think he mind me sharing. He does have a testimony. He lost his, his wife. His, I believe it was last month. He buried his wife in Texas. And Brother Hillary is coming on, coming, and he said he wanted to be a part 
uh, Azusa International Foursquare Gospel Church. Amen. And we thank God for Brother Hillary. We ask you to keep him in your prayers. And him and his family, he has a son. And uh, just pray for one another. Pray for one another. Uh, Brother Jonathan, I'm glad to see you on. Turner, Edgar, you are our daughter. Amen. Be glad to see you and thank you for reading scripture this morning. If any one of you want to take part in the service, read scripture, uh, helping them with announcements or anything, we are here for you. We will put you to work. Amen. 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 We will put you to work. Amen. I mean that. Amen. I'm going I'm to close out with this song. After I close out with this song, it's short and sweet. Amen. The, not, the next voice that you hear is going to be the voice of our executive pastor, uh, Chaplain Tiffany Daniels. She is praying a word. Somebody say, Pastor, when are you going to preach again? I'm going to preach. Don't worry. Sometimes I need a break. Amen. Amen. I do. Amen. And God, God is dealing with me bringing you through something now. Amen. Next Sunday, uh, I know someone will be speaking. Mr. Christine, uh, uh, we're going to try to bring in uh, Bahamas uh, uh, evangelist Stacy. She's spoken before. So next Sunday, uh, if you want to miss it, amen. She's a great speaker. Amen. All the way from the Bahamas. Amen. She's going to be with us next Sunday. Amen. I thank the Lord, I thank the Lord, I thank the Lord. I thank the Lord, I thank the Lord, I thank the Lord. I thank the Lord, I thank the Lord. I thank the Lord, I thank the Lord, I thank the Lord. He blessed my soul, he blessed my soul, he blessed my soul. He blessed my soul, 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 he blessed my soul. I love the Lord, I love the Lord, I love the Lord. I love the Lord, I love the Lord, I love the Lord. I love the Lord. Praise the Lord. So happy to know that he is good to me. He is good to you, you, and you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, all hearts and minds, would you please go to prayer with me? 
as I prepare to bring this word to you today. Most gracious and heavenly Father, as I stand before you and humble myself, I know that you've been with me on this walk, with this message, but I just pray that you will have your way today. You know what my family and friends are in need of. So Father, if there's anything that you need me to sway in, dive deeper in, however it shall be, I just ask that you have your way. Decrease me from trying to go forward with every word that's written on this paper and increase Holy Spirit because that's what we need amongst us today. So Father, I thank you for this message. I thank you for this platform and I thank you for my pastor and my church family of Azusa International Foursquare Gospel Church. Amen. In Jesus' name. And amen. amen. All right. Well, family, I say that prayer because today, as you heard me say, we've been diving into Revelations. Today, and we've also had a lesson on uh, royal rejection, then the royal celebration. Today, I'm going to give you, bring to you divine healing because from that rejection and that celebration, how can we celebrate properly until we start our healing process? So let me start by saying, how do Christ's followers expect to heal others when they cannot heal themselves? Let me share my scriptures. I put them in the chat so you can be with me and follow me here so that you will know. So I'm going my first verse. All of them are going to come from the New King James Version today. I decided to do a little something different. I normally try to flow in the King James Version. And I'm going to start with Acts 19 and 15. And I know a lot of you know that by heart because of what I just said. How can we heal others when we can't even heal ourselves? And that scripture goes to and the evil spirit answered and said, Jesus I know, Paul I know, but who are you, right? Who are you? When we decide to serve our Father, we are normally already broken. By the time we decide to give our lives to Christ, it's normally because we have gone through something and we're just tired of it. And, and we decide to say, Lord, you know, it's got to be a better way. It's got to be a better way. So our brokenness is not obvious always to us because most of us are hiding something that we're bringing forward as a child. Right? So we've grown with it. We've carried it. And it's going to be what I'm going to refer to today as an orphan issue. All right? Because we tend to become prideful or on this so called high horse that we take it upon ourselves to start walking by ourselves in the wilderness thinking we can handle a situation on our own. We get so grown up 
you know, that we want to take on everything and we leave our father behind and he just watches us, you know, like a child on a, pray, a playground, you know, you, your family or your parent takes you to the playground. And when you see the swings and all the other children, what do you do? You take off and you run towards them and you leave your parent or your safety net behind, right? Because you just go forward and start going on about your business and forget all about them. You see, so we, we think we can handle every type of situation that comes our way when we're flowing in this orphan issue, right? Because we may go to the swings and somebody won't allow us to share the swing on the playground. And then sometimes we get in our feelings, right? Sometimes we may even get in a fight, right? So we forget that we have been given the gift of grace and mercy and that our father is always standing back there watching and just waiting for us to ask him to come in and take over the situation through love, through his grace and his mercy. So we simply cannot do this on our own, but yet we tend to get into this mindset that we don't need anyone to help us. You know, we, we say things like, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a big girl now. You know, so mama, let me, let me handle it. Or daddy, let me handle this on my own. But I want to remind you that this orphan issue is a spirit. It is called an orphan spirit. And this spirit is identified mainly when we use terms like the I word in excess, in excessively. You know, we, we tend to say phrases like I did, I said, I can, I will, I want, and I don't need. The last one is the main one that gets us in trouble. Because it is often stemming from our denial of needing help from anyone to include our Heavenly Father. At this point, we have lost control and we're operating in this orphan spirit just like those that are fatherless and we don't even realize it. So, I'm going to give you a little confession here, all right? You know, so how does this apply to Christians? Well, we get saved, we get prideful, and we start to backslide into what we call the seven deadly sins. You know, sin is a cycle, right? And we've talked about this before. It's a cycle. You know, we, we get hurt, we run to, run to our father, we ask for forgiveness, we get saved, and then when after we're doing all good and everything is behind us, then we start back on that same crusade or that same path all over again, which leads us into the most deadliest sin, pride. We know our Father dislikes this sin, most of all because this is the same sin that caused the biggest divide in heaven, what is known today as the reject, 
of the most beautiful, what we're told, the most beautiful angel that there was. But because he got so prideful and he wanted to outdo our father, our father had to put him in check. So see, when Satan was cast out of heaven, he took one third of the angels with him. It caused a great division in heaven. But where do you think those angels are today? Because a spirit needs a what in order for it to survive, right? It needs a body. So since pride is one of the seven deadliest sins, you cannot see it by someone's physical actions. However, it will show up in their attributes. Attributes such as selfishness. Attributes such as too much self-love. Now, it's okay to love yourself, but when you start loving yourself a little too much, you know, and then there's that thing called self-worth. When that self-worth starts being boastful, and then there's this new thing everybody is using today called narcissism and etc etc and etc right so let's check ourselves see christ acknowledged during the last supper and i'm going to john 14 and 18 right he acknowledged to the disciples during the last supper that he would not leave the disciples as orphans because he knew they couldn't handle it and as he would send, he told them that he would send a comforter so they would never have to feel the way as I just described, as an orphan. So even though he wouldn't be there to guide them every day, he was sending a comforter. It's like your mother and father go somewhere and they say, oh, we're going to have a babysitter come, right? And you say, what would I need a babysitter for? I'm old enough to watch myself, right? But you've got to have that, that person that's a little bit more mature, maybe a little bit more responsible, even if it's your, your big brother, your big sister, and sometimes you're like, well, I already know them. I know what they're going to do when you leave. They're going to turn their backs on me and I'm still going to be here to fend for myself. So mommy and daddy would normally say, we're going to get a babysitter to come in and just watch over you guys while we're away. You know, so then we have what uh, I need you to understand is that that sin of pride. Let's come back now to those seven deadliest sins. That sin of pride, the one that God Really, you know, we don't hear God say he doesn't like a lot of things, right? But it is written that he doesn't like pride. He doesn't like it. And it can only exist in this orphan stage that is a spirit that opens the doors to so many other demonic spirits, which are born of our wounds, okay? You see, you got to be in that hurt place when you start searching for other things and other ways to pacify that hurt. And you open the door to all those other spirits. But remember, you're in this orphan stage. Because, see, if you were daddy's little girl or daddy's little boy, you wouldn't be wandering in the first place. 
but it takes that hurt and that pain that makes you start searching in all the wrong places, right? And then you open that door and then those demonic spirits which are born of your wound spirits, the door which it comes through are either, listen to this, by heritage or, right, or by your bloodlines. Yes. Meaning it can be passed down by one of your parents. Uh, by one of your parents who had a wounded spirit. So it may not have started with you. But it could be in your family members going all the way back to four and six generations, family. But you have to recognize it. You have to get to a place with your father or with our father that you can recognize that you don't want to be dwelling in that orphan spirit anymore. Do you recall the curse brought forth? by the sin of Adam, right, and Eve, and their bloodline, their yes. first child, right? They, this sin started way back then. So if you say the sin started back at the beginning of time, how do we even stand a chance? Yes, and this curse showed up repeatedly throughout generations of perversity, which allowed the... Put your seatbelt on for a minute because I'm going there. This has allowed the incubus and the succubus demons into their bloodlines, which caused them to suffer for years. Now, let me explain it to you for some of you that may not understand. All right. The incubus spirit is the spirit that seduces women. All right. This is the spirit that seduces women in their sleep. All right? Hear me. In their sleep. Then the uh -huh. succubus spirit is the one that seduces men. All right? So, you have these spirits. Remember I said angels that yes. fall need bodies. So, uh -huh. now you have these spirits that are roaming and looking for what? Willing vessels, because you have yes. opened a door. And it's not only with seduction, but let me explain to you, but that seduction leads to so many other things. And I'm going to take it a little further and say, I know we're all familiar with the story of Delilah and Samson, right? Yes. We all looked at Delilah as, wow, she betrayed Samson. Why did she do that to him? But do we realize that she was dwelling in that subcubus, I'm sorry, that incubus spirit that was full of pride, full of vainfulness, full of that puffed up entitlement spirit? So she felt as though that as his female companion, she was entitled to know certain information about him. And he felt as though under the spell of her beauty, because, you know, entitlement, entitled women normally carry themselves in a certain way because they are full of vain. So they're normally beautiful and more, normally beautiful to the eye. They catch the eye because they are full of self, right? 
So when they catch the eye, he felt as though he loved her enough and he started to trust her that he could share his deepest secret with her. He did not realize that by him allowing or opening the door to the spirit of fornication, that he was also increasing that spirit, that spirit that brought his demise. All right. So I'm not just going to stay on Delilah and, and Samson. Let's also go to Jezebel and her husband, Ahab. All right. Because you see, the Jezebel spirit is the promiscuous spirit. Right. And, and it's a murderer, murderous spirit, but it's also an iniquity spirit. And we always equate the Jezebel spirit with a female. But family, I'm here to tell you that those two spirits are interchangeable. So don't you always look at the female and her vainfulness. Men, you better look in the mirror and recognize that that spirit can dwell in both. Okay? Yes, because it's murderous. And you have opened the door through your hurt to those types of spirits. So, when someone is plagued with a, now, we've heard it so much, and it could have been passed on through generation, and, and we're comfortable with it, it then becomes a familiar spirit. Now, I know when I said, you know, daddy, mommy and daddy are gone, and we bring in the babysitter. So, this is someone that we become familiar with, right? So, when we're familiar with it, we do what? We trust it. So just like a predator, they gain your trust. They give you gifts. They make you start liking them, not realizing, you see, that seeing things, they see things upside down. They see things twisted because their minds are twisted because it's not them. That person that you're looking at is not what's operating. It is the spirit from within. So that when they start turning on you, to start hurting you, they become perverted. And that spirit from within starts dominating them. They think they are right and everyone else is wrong. When you are dealing with people that twist everything you say, they always want to argue. You better recognize that there's a change, right? That don't argue with them. Don't waste your time arguing with them. Just realize what you're dealing with, and we're going to talk about how you're going to deal with it. Because you have become to them the culprit or the enemy, right? And they will do anything possible with that spirit being dominated in them to survive you hear me family they will hurt you and think nothing of it this is how people can do things to hurt you and have no conscience all right no conscience no reserve about what's going on so how do we deal with it you say tiffany this is because this is an ungodly spirit and we know we cannot fight this with our flesh and blood right so these demons need to be bound and they need to be cast out in the name of Jesus, not oh, Tiffany Jesus. or not Benjamin, but in the name of Jesus or else they will wreak havoc in your life. And some of us have been going through just that, right? Also, if you have anything in your possessions, 
that belong to them. And sorry, family, I'm going to step on some toes today. If it's in your house, get rid of it. Please understand these things such as pictures, emails, text messages, phone numbers, their names written on gifts and cards that you want to hold on to because they were once a loved one and they gave you this gift. Anything that binds you to them can be used by Satan to allow them to enter your mind, meaning your thoughts and your memories. Because see, it's the memories, the sweet memories that we love to hold on to. Your will and your emotions to your body, your soul, and your spirit to include your conscience and even your subconscious. Those memories will keep that tie going on. So let's take the first step to get over this. The first step is forgiveness. All right. Yes. Thank you. All right. So, but wait, before you can move forward, before you can move forward, you have to put on your armor. You hear me? You got to put on your armor before you can do anything to prepare yourself for warfare. All right. Ask God to help you forgive them. And then go with me to Ephesians 6. We're going to go through the whole thing, 10 through 20. All right. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you might be able to stand against the wells of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. Like I said, you can't fight it on your own. But against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand therefore having girded your waist with the truth, the belt of truth, right? Having on the breastplate of righteousness and having shod your feet in the preparation of the gospel of peace, standing fast, all above all, taking the shield of faith, that which you will be able to quench all the fiery dots if you have to dodge and weave all the fiery dots of the wicked one and take the helmet of salvation to keep it out of your conscience, right? And the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Praying always with all power, all prayer and supplication in the spirit, being watchful, excuse me, <coughs> Devil, you're a liar. Being watchful, right? <coughs> to this end, with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints and for me. The utterance may be given to me that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. See, we've opened ourselves up. 
And now we have to learn how to shut it down. For which I am an ambassador in chains that in it I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. Pray out loud for Satan to hear you. You can't pray in your mind. You know, I used to think, well, I bow my knees and this is my quiet time and I'm just going to say this little prayer and everything is going to be taken care of. No, you have to speak it in boldness so he can hear it. You got to say it out loud. In Jesus name, I ask for forgiveness for the sins that open the door to these perverse spirits. I also cut all soul ties with the person or the people who abuse me, you know, and, and say their names, say their names. I bind your power, Satan, and your demons and cast them out in Jesus' name. Now turn with me to Matthew 18 and 18. If you think this is Tiffany making this all up, that you got to change your prayer life and make sure that it's bold and it's direct. Because Matthew 18 and 18 says, Assuredly, I say to you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Time to let them know. Satan, your time is up. Your assignment is over. I come in Jesus' name this day and cancel your assignments on me. They no longer exist. You can only stay till one greater comes. And today, today, we declare right now, excuse me, you can only stay till one greater comes. And today, one greater has come. For I come in the name of Jesus. And you've got to let him know that you recognize, right? So I order you, all of you, whatever the spirit may be, all of them, you may not know them by name. You may not even recognize, but you're telling them now, you order them out now. All the gatekeepers of these perverse spirits and all the lesser demons under and say that you denounce them in the name of Jesus. I also cut any umbilical cords. Because remember I said with Adam and Eve, their children. This started from the very beginning. So I need you to cut any umbilical cords that are there between you and them. Right? I put the blood of Jesus at the root. At the root at which these came in right back to Adam and Eve. Cut it off and close those doors to your bloodline. And if you have to say your mama and daddy's name, your mother's maiden name, you go back to those generations and it's two-sided. You got to say it on your mama's side and your daddy's side to rebuke those generational curses. Loose upon me God's grace and supplication, his Holy Spirit to the maximum to cleanse and purify my body, my soul, my mind, my conscience, and my subconscious. So you got to take it back, take it back, take it back, take it all back and loose 
to it for a sound mind, clear thinking, pure thoughts. I lose holiness and take on my righteousness, the righteousness yes. of my father, because I'm no longer claiming to be an orphan. I found my father. I found my true father. I found the father that says he will love me forever, regardless of yes. who I am or what I do. Help me walk in your way and do things the way he would have me to do them. So submit to Abba, your father, Yahweh, Yahshua, whatever you want to call him, my God, your God. You have to know that you know that you know. Hallelujah. You have to know Hallelujah. that you know that you know. And thank him because Satan is defeated and he's nothing but a liar, right? So that's the confession portion, right? So now, how do we start moving forward? And we'll pour on the house of David and on the inhabitants of Jerusalem. I'm in Zechariah now, 12 and 10. I apologize for not giving that to you. And we'll pour on the house of David and on the inhabitants of Jerusalem the spirit of grace and supplication. Then they will look on me whom they pierced, whom they hurt, yes. And they will mourn for him as one mourns for his only son and grieve for him as one grieves for his firstborn. Hebrews 10 and 29. And how much worse punishment do you suppose will, be, will he be thought worthy who has trampled over the Son of God and underfoot, counted the blood of the covenant by which he was sanctified and a common thing and insulted the spirit of grace. Satan, your time is up and you're going to be dealt with. And that is how you forgive. You give it to God. See, I didn't wish no evil upon anybody or any spirit that is dwelling in them. But I did give it to God and let him handle it. So now you've confessed, you've forgiven. Now let's move forward. Now it's time to heal. I speak in a healing onto you right now in Jesus' name. That Yahshua will go into your memory banks in your mind and remove all hurt, any horrible pictures that you have in your subconscious that's reminding you of a person, a place, or a thing that held you hostage, that hurt you, that came against you, that did any terrible act against you, any despicable act. I pray in the name of Jesus that Yahshua will remove it right now from your memory banks, that you Remove those memories once and for all. Wipe the slate clean. Never to be tortured again by any of those ungodly spirits. Yahshua, Yahweh, our Father, Abba. Also, remove all the inner shame, any guilt that may remain in me and that may be there. Father, wash it all away now and make them whole once again. By Jesus' stripes, we are healed. 
and go with me now to 1 Peter 2 and 24. Who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree he hung, that we, having died to sins, might lie for righteousness, by whose stripes you are healed. I send healing into the memory banks of your heart to remove all the pain and all the hurt there into the memory banks of your guts because that's where it drops down to and it resides where you wrenched in pain because night after night after night you cried out because you were hurting so much and you had that gut-wrenching cry that gut-wrenching pain right as you and, and as you lay there upon your bed in anguish Yahshua heal 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 them all and now in Jesus mighty name heal them so they'll never again suffer from those terrible acts of the enemy you know, a lot of times, family, we'll hold on to things and we'll say, I'm all right. I'm all right. And we'll push it down and we'll push it down more and we'll push it down more. That's pain, hurt, even grief. We submit, submerge it, right? So as I pray and as I prepare to close, may you be blessed and armed in God's word. So I want you to remember that you got to get down into the root of it all. Remember, to, you got to confess. Then you've got to forgive. And then you've got to move forward. So may you be set free now. In Jesus' name, I pray and I thank you for this opportunity. I pray that there's something that I gave you today. Because I know that something was said that touched everyone here today. But I pray that I've given you the adequate tools to free yourself from any bondage that you may still be dealing with. Thank you, family. All right. I am the God that healeth thee. I am the Lord, your healer. I send my word to heal your disease. I am the Lord, your healer. You are the Lord that healeth me. You are the Lord, my healer. You send your word and heal my disease. You are the Lord, my healer. I will bless the Lord and give him glory. I will bless his name and give him glory. I will bless 
Pastor, I'm not sure if Turner had her hand up earlier, so I'm not sure if she wanted to say anything before I start to pray. Okay. Okay. Turner. Go ahead, Turner. Now yes. we can. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was just saying, those are just the clapping hands. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. All hearts and minds, most gracious and heavenly Father, I pray right now that as we close the door to anything that may have been open, but that we also have given our family the tools in which they need to save themselves, to save their souls, and to cut off any generational curses. Father, as we move forward, we want to move forward healed. As we move into our church space, we want to be moving forward healed so that we will have nothing but Christ followers that are sold out for Jesus, that are sold out for you as we continue on with our mission, with our journey. Father, the world is waiting. The world is hurt. And we need warriors that have their armor on. We need warriors that are not afraid to speak truth. We need warriors that have a personal relationship with you. So, Father, I pray that everyone on this line that has stayed throughout this time is prepared to do your work, has given their will over to your will, and they will be healed. I pray for their healing for their minds, their bodies, and their spirits. In Jesus' name, may your will be done. Amen, amen, and amen. Captain Daniels, mm -hmm. I believe there's going to come a time in your life where God's going to free you up. Mm. Where there's going to come a great time in your life where God's going to free you up from your job. Yes. You, you, you take on a lot. You do a lot. You, you're involved with a lot. I think you about worse than me. <laughs> and, but God's, there's coming a time that God's going to free you up Amen. for total ministry. And I mentioned to you once, I believe there's a book in you. And I believe God's going to bring it out of you. 
I believe God's going to take you to a level that you've never been. Mm-hmm. And all, where you're able to minister. That was one day. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Jesus. That was a powerful, a powerful word on today. Yeah. And I think it touched all of us. Amen. Whether we want to admit it, accept it, and so far, and she's only the male person. She's only the liberal. Amen. It's up to us to take it and apply it to our lives. Amen. But I believe it with all my heart that God's getting ready to do something even greater to bring you into abundance. Amen. And ministry-wise. Yes. You'll be ministering in many other areas and touching lives, not only just ministering, but people will begin to be set free from the bondage. God bless you. Thank you for that word. Thank you, Pastor. Thank you. Amen. Thank you for that word. God bless you. Amen. Hallelujah. Any comments, any, I'm, I'm so grateful for all of you that's on the line. Amen. And uh, we're here for you. We're here for you. Brother Hillary. He's not on. There he is. Brother Hillary. I want to say to you, welcome to Azusa International Foursquare Gospel Church. When we get on, we also present a certificate that we want to we want to also help you in any way we can and be there for you. And so we thank God for you taking part with us, and we are. We are here for you. Jonathan, we're praying for you. Lorenzo, we're praying for you. We thank God for everyone that's on this line today. Amen. We don't take you for granted. And we're believing God for miracles mm-hmm. and signs and wonders. Mm-hmm. Amen. But God is doing a new thing in us. Lorenzo, thank you, brother. Amen. God is adding to the fold. He's adding to the fellowship. Amen. It may not seem as fast as you want it to happen, but God is adding people. Amen. Bringing people in. Amen. We're not to make Christians. We're not to make disciples. Amen. Chapter Daniels, you can... uh, Stop the recording. Hallelujah. We are grateful. I ask that you recording pray for Recording stopped. We, you pray, we pray for each and every one that we have not seen. We pray for Sister Flo. She had death in the family and she's still in uh, Petersburg, uh, Virginia. Amen. And pray for the family. Pray for all that you ever seen. We thank God for 
our deaconess. We thank God for Mama CJ. Amen. For each and every one of you. So let's be encouraged. Amen. Be encouraged. Take courage. Amen. Amen. Father, we bless you in the name of Jesus. God, that you will dismiss us from this place, but not from your presence. God, I pray this week will be a great week of success and blessings. I pray in the name of Jesus, and we thank you. Chapter Daniel, you have a song? Yes.